Welcome to Real Talk, episode 136. I'm Todd. This is AJ. Fun turn Clint behind the camera. I did something Ooh. different. And we're back. Man, caught me off guard with the new intro. Hey, whatever. But hey, you know what? It's two. Hey, it takes three to tango. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at least it's in not this, true. It's not true. It takes two at least. Well, we at can't the very least. We certainly need another one. So, hey, right, we are excited to be here. We didn't get a jingle today. You got one? Have a good day. The Real Talk way. Yeah. <laughs> real Talk way. <laughs> I've always found that a good whisper after any lyric really adds to the song. That's right, it does, man. That's the oh, rap game. That way. Nice. Except it's just aggressive, not whispering. Made me think of a whispering song that's so terrible. Don't. Well, yeah, I knew yeah. it. I knew it. All right, here we go. So, <laughs> welcome. What is real talk? It's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. Stick around. Uh, we're gonna get into it right away. Let's get it. Um, somewhere. In the description, why my hands like this? I'll show you in a minute. In the description of this video and or podcast, you're going to see a link, www.theremnant.live slash real-talk. It'll appear right here, www.theremnant.live slash real-talk. That's R-E-A-L. Those that said appear right here, that's for those watching on the video. On that's the podcast, right. I'm sorry, you didn't see anything. That's right. But you heard it. Link in the description. Bingo. Um, we, got a, we got a doozy today. I think we got 10 questions, 10. which is awesome. Keep them coming. We need more and topics. Um, and we have topics that we can fall back on, as we all know, because, uh, I don't know, you guys have been killing it in the That's topic, right, man. topic game. Fun Turn's been just sending them to us. Oh, That's yeah. right. I'm back on my news game going when I was in high school. I used to be the only guy in high school that would literally go to every news site and be so That's awesome, up to actually. date. Oh, it helped me a ton in government. <laughs> That's true. That makes sense. I came in there. We had a fake Congress, and I was terrible because you would be a great straight lawyer, wrecked him. You would be. You'd I'm be stumped. a great, uh, as you Yankees call them, lawyer. Um, from yeah, the lawyer. South, I called it a lawyer. A lawyer. And before you mock me, again, I, I've been saying this lately. Do you practice law or do you practice law? You decide. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> um, I was trying to think of something. I don't remember what it is. So <laughs> you said something very intriguing. Well, anyway, I guess uh, we should dive right in. All right, man. Um, I think we can give, you know, Two-minute update on how we're doing, because we're going to get through the questions pretty fast. Okay. So go ahead, man. Uh, uh, two to five. How you doing? All right. Two to five-minute update. All right. So I think we answered. I'm going to try to keep them. We got time. We got time. All right. I'm going to try to keep doing? them more towards two, two minutes. Oh no, man. Hey, you be you. All right? <laughs> you do you, boo. I'm going to sip this. All right. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's just been, it's been uh, surreal, I guess. That's that's the word I, that... I guess I, th I can only think of that would describe, you know, where I've been lately. Um, you know, humility is another word. Like, not even the sense of like, um, lack of. It's emotional for you, man. I know. Sorry. No, don't apologize, man. Do you want us to shut this off or keep rolling? Rolling? All right. Um. Yeah, I hope that, you know, as he's taking a second, guys, like, we, we love you enough to try to be real. Like, you know, for him to keep that going is pretty cool uh, of him and to, to let you see that. That's hard to do. Man. It's hard to do just to people in your life, let alone who are 500 people that are going to see this video so or hear this podcast. Thank you. Oh, man. Appreciate your transparency. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, 
just a lot of uh, a lot of hard realizations lately. Trying to, you know, work through, uh, you know, we had that talk a couple episodes ago, um, and just trying to, you know, get through, like, this time of just trying to figure out, like, you know, what, what, who, who am I? That's kind of what it feels like, you know, like, am I, am I this person that I saw, you know, years ago when I first found Jesus? Or am I that person that I was before? And uh, having a lot of just really, uh, just a lot of, you know, a lot of times of like just that identity, man, just getting rubbed up against, you know, and it's been hard. It's been a hard road for me. Um, just trying to uh, work through that. Um, you know, it's it's hurt a lot of people. Um, it's a, it's a very surreal feeling of like, <laughs> like what is reality? You know, because I think you can spend a lot of time trying to convince yourself of like. You know, this is this is life, or like this is who I am, hmm. but the reality isn't showing that, and you have to really take a hard look in the mirror, of like, you know, what do I believe? You know, what am I doing? And uh, you know, it's been hard. So, uh. That's that's about like I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's where I'm at. <clears throat> um, put some context for people right now. Uh, so at our church, those that are listening that don't go here from one of the many states or countries, which is real. Um, we are. I've had someone say this, and this sounds surreal to even admit. I don't even want to say it but that we might be one of the faster-growing churches, like even in our community. It's pretty Generally, wild, yeah. Especially post-COVID, right? A lot of churches have, have, have went down to some degree, and That's right. inexplicably we have <laughs> went up. Yeah. And I don't say that in any sort of arrogant way. My point is, as we do that, <clears throat> even at the size we were before we were growing, we do a lot of stuff. We do a lot here. Uh, and, and, the, and the funny thing is I would say none of us say, would say that. We, would, we don't think that. We don't think we do enough. Yeah, that's true. We want to serve the community more. We want to make impact. Um, but we do a lot, you know, and, and uh, I could list it. You know, we, we have a, a meal every single Sunday that feeds legitimately, let's just estimate if we were put at whole, 100 people. Yeah. Every, every week, right after service. And we, call, and we do that for community time. And our church pays for that out of pocket. And, and wild, I'm not man. trying to toot our horn, but, like, that's different, right? <clears throat> we do it every week. It's a big chunk of our budget. And... Uh, we do this show. We have a, you know, we've been interesting that before COVID even, and I think God's, clearly God's hand was in that, we had recognized or been led to understand the significance of social media, right? And had been using that in some capacity to, to reach people, man, to make it, you know, social media needs it. That's kind of our hashtag and saying yeah. that needs positivity. And 
which led to the growing of a position, right, that you're taking fun turns interning with, and where it's, a, I mean, it's, it's essentially a full-time job to, 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 to do it right. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we've got an intense men's group going on. We've got our youth group. We've got children's ministry. I mean, all those are, every church has those. Um, we have big plans to, you know, I don't know, to, to make impact and set culture and try to reach people. And on top of that, I've said this before, and this is not an insult, but that's a reality check for maybe some people that are watching. That's like, I don't get it, we all. And every church does have, man, praise God for faithful people. We know friends that have been in ministry for 30 years and keep trucking, even though, you know, life throws them curveballs. And we're a relatively young church. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we are less than 10 years old. We are eight years old since our existence. Okay. Now stick around with me. The first year is really not, was really planning. We didn't know what we were doing. We only had our own building for three, and that, not even three yet. It'll be three at the end of this month, October, okay? So before that, we had a little teen center room that we rented for about three hours a week. That was it. That means we set everything up, tore everything down, and, and it's a pretty cool story, man, and, uh, what's been happening. We've got a, a sports field we're trying to build in the back um, so that we can do free sports programs for for young people that can't afford them because we know the benefit. Even the three guys in this room know the benefit of sports and the lives of a young man. Yes. Um, and it's just a way to serve. And I mean, I could go on and on and on. Women's ministry and and on top of that, all of a sudden, you know, we're growing. Yeah. And I, I'm not, that's a lot, man. And what, what is happening is, and so I kind of bragged on our church, right? A little, I guess, or bragged on what God's doing. So now I'm going to, I guess, push into it a little. It's hard when the majority of the weight of that falls on about probably eight people, three of which are in this room right now, and trying to, to you know, and, and my personality, those that know me well, if it's just me, I will literally go till I pass out, <laughs> yeah. and that's unhealthy. I'm not bragging on that, man. I'm, I'm that's that's not a good thing, no, um, <laughs> but. These guys, my brothers here, you know, they, they're they warriors, man. And they're going to push too. And they, I can honestly tell you this. If there's some of our church people who are listening, they don't complain about it. They don't. They don't blame you. Um, they don't blame. They don't. Now, when I say the weight falls on about eight people, we have a ton of awesome volunteers that serve on teams. So don't yeah. get me wrong. We couldn't function without <laughs> them. But I yeah. mean as far as like the day-to-day, you know, the behind-the-scenes leadership and kind of the prep that a lot of people don't they take for granted. Yeah. It falls on about eight to ten people, really. And you guys are some of those. So, so I'm, though I'm not, I know that God is working on you in that, and it grieves your heart because I just know you. Same with Fun Turn. You know, he's behind the camera a little <laughs> emotional right now. It's hard sometimes. We don't acknowledge the weight of that because you guys have good hearts, and you're like, hey, you know, either one of, it's kind of two things. One, Big brother Todd's doing it, so I'm going to keep doing it. But even more so, Jesus somehow did it, right? And um, and I know you guys, and, and I know me. That's who we look to. And, and somehow he always did that, and he balanced this stuff. And I think that's what, what we need to learn um, is, is us learning how to balance it. And I know me. I can't speak for you two, but I know I'm not doing what he did to keep oh. myself functioning, right? I, no. We've said this many times. So I'm going to go serve. I'm going to talk. I'm going to pr- pray and heal and do these crazy things that he did. And then he would say he went off to pray. He went off alone to breathe and pray. And that's what I say to breathe, right? To take, because I mean, he was human. Yeah. So I, I said, why do I say all that? I say that to say, man, listen, I love you. I love Funtern. 
I love the, the guys, you know, I love all the people in our church that, man, even though 8 to 10, the reason I brought up all the things we do, we have a church of amazing people who are, are in the big scheme of things, though they are punks sometimes, <laughs> right? Um, we're all a little bit rebels and stubborn, which is a blessing, right, when you're advancing the kingdom to a way. But they take a lot of weight too, man, and they don't complain typically about what they're doing for other people, right? We may snap and bite each other, but they just keep keep trucking so be encouraged man you know this isn't god's never condemning you know that that's hard to believe yeah um that's and true I, and i want you to know like i see you dude i see what you're doing I, I know your heart um same with you man fun turn and i hope you guys know mine and we're just gonna keep moving dude and we're gonna keep doing this and i'm gonna figure out ways to help you guys to carry your burdens a little more and maybe not have you carry so much of the ones I'm carrying because you're worried about me. I know you are at times. We had this talk a few weeks ago right before we got on about you guys being worried about me, which was kind of surreal because it hit me that in your worry for me, it was causing your your burdens to be stronger because you were... So I, I'm sorry for that, that I, you know, what I've done, um, even unintentionally. But we'll get this figured out, man, and we'll get it, you know, so those watching, like, what are they talking about? You know, he's pretty much saying he's like, like I, we all have. We're dropping the ball in ways and we want to be yeah. better, and and we will be. Right? We will be better. That's right. Because that's who we are. So those that are listening out there, you know, it's okay to acknowledge that. It's okay to acknowledge that life gets hard and sometimes that you drop the ball and you feel bad. And I think it's beautiful, man. It's humbling. And a lot of times people want to get angry when they drop the ball and they want to come up with all those excuses. We talked about it right before we went on, right? Yeah. I, I, we were asking, hey, are, are you having those thoughts that say it's, it's, it's everyone else's fault? And you, and you said, no, man, I'm not having And I believe you. But a lot of people, they do. And that stops them from being able to see what God's trying to tell them. Um, so thanks for leading, man, and just even sharing. Um, yeah. And those watching, hey, pray for us. When we tell you to pray for us, do. You're probably like, ah, oh, it's easy to do what they do. And even though it's hard for me to say what I do is hard, it is. I can say that what these two guys carry. It's a lot, man. It is a lot. And yeah. probably not necessarily even the task stuff, <laughs> yeah. right? But the weight and the, and the this is going to sound crazy, the image and, and the responsibility that comes from people's view and expectations of you when you're in a certain role. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. So you guys are good guys. Good things are coming. For those out there that are that are all in the same place, man, maybe you're you're a pastor even. We've had pastors watching. You're saying, I'm struggling. You know, I feel alone. I don't know how I do it. And you do what I do maybe and what we do, which is you just keep marching, yeah. kind of ignoring it. It's okay. Let yourself have a have a second today, even if it's crying. And God loves you and sees you and mm -hmm. um, cares about what you're what you're sacrificing. The scripture says that over and over. And when Jesus talks about the kingdom, he says, your father in heaven, you know, sees you. He knows your heart. It's a beautiful thing, man. So anyway. Amen. <sighs> um, I think I pretty much said how I'm doing. Uh, I'm in the same boat as you <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, sorry, y'all. Just kind of, I don't know, man. It's been, it's been, uh, yeah, you know, it's just been hard. Yeah, it's been, it's been a really hard, you know, reality to face, and you know, just gotta, you know, 
I, I know he just said, you know, like we tend to just kind of keep marching, but you can't stop. You know, you can't stop marching. I think know. sometimes we got to acknowledge it, reposition the weight. You know, like on <laughs> yeah. a march, you don't you move the backpack or whatever and you, you keep going. Because the truth is, and this is why you're, let's be real, let's tell the other side. Why do you keep marching, even though it's hard? Why do you keep doing it? I love Jesus, man. That's and true. I love this place. And like, I love, huh? I love God. He did it for me. Yeah, man. And, you know, we we've seen miracles in the in the process of this journey, man. Like that's right, sometimes man. when I get yeah. too weary, huh? It was it's insanity. The things yeah. that I've seen is it's been insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So like it's funny that it's heavy, but the reward's awesome too, isn't it? Like in the midst of it, that we get to see things. And, yeah, man. And and that goes for you guys too. You know, There's it's a person it's, who moved here from Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, you it's know? true. Literally moved here from Louisiana. Shout out to Bailey. Those of you that know Bailey from a long time ago, he's part of the remnant house. Now, that's right, man. It's... Which is his. His illusion has been decimated of what we are. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Major. But, but proud, proud of that guy, too, man. Me, you know? too. So. Literally tell uh, <laughs> Keep trucking, Bailey. We know you're you're in a place, too, brother. Yeah, man, for we real. We'll give you a shout-out. I know it's hard. Keep walking. Be obedient. But we see miracles, man, and God is like that. You know, he doesn't call you to just these dry deserts, for lack of a better word, just to leave you thirsty all the time. The miracle of it, and we've been trying to talk about this Sunday before even the message, right? The point of that is... <laughs> You know, when you're tired, he gives you strength. And it's throughout Scripture. You know, back in, in Psalms, you know, he'll give you wings like an eagle, right? He will, uh, those who mourn will be comforted. Um, those who are poor in spirit, you know, will be fulfilled. All these beautiful things fulfilled that he promises, when, which essentially is saying, I know it's hard. And that's the beauty of Jesus, is that he doesn't sugarcoat or lie to you like a lot of these these religions we've created throughout time, where they tell you if you do this, good's going to happen. He says, hey, good is going to happen, but but this world isn't fully fixed yet. Let me <laughs> fix you, and I'll let you be a part of me fixing this until I come home and really fix it, fully fix it, right? The kingdom of God has arrived, he said, but he didn't say it was fully built yet, and that's going to oh. happen when he comes back, and we get to be a part of that, man. So be encouraged. Those of you out there, be encouraged. Look around for the miracles in it. Ask God. Man, in your prayers, I don't know about you guys. Maybe you don't do this, but I used to do this all the time, and, and it's kind of convicting. I'm going to do mm-hmm. it. Ask God to give you encouragement in the journey. Say, God, give me, let me see things today that's going to remind me of the of your goodness and the miracle of what I'm doing. That's really good. Right? Man. Because otherwise you can get caught in the monotony of it. Yeah, I'd, yeah. That's I need to do that. That's me really too, good. Me too, man. Me too. Because it just hit me. Because we do see a lot of good, you know? We do. In our own lives, in the lives of other people. So, yeah. love you guys. Proud of these. Uh, proud of you both. Thank you. Um, as far as how I'm doing, to say I kind of shared it. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, my, my two to five minutes kind of ran. That's all right. Man. We'll, we'll still get a lot done. Um, I, I'm in the same boat as you, and I had to. I'll be real. You know, I repented to our congregation today in our message board because even and my flesh struggles to say what I'm about to say. <laughs> I think there's some valid frustrations I have, you know, as, I think as so a spiritual too, yeah. leader of like the, like any family, you know, families go through kind of moments where of where everybody's punks, right? I mean, <laughs> you might have a fa- family five. You ever remember that growing up? It was like everybody's in a bad mo- oh, yeah. mood or everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, churches are the same way. And you go through these periods together and our church is very connected um, community wise. And they go through these periods, man, where everybody's going through a lot of change at the same time and, mm. and a lot of things. And you can get caught up and kind of be brats at the same time. And, yeah. uh, you know, so, but I think where I was in the wrong is, is it's funny. I, I was justifying not dealing with some frustration by saying I was loving them and bearing burdens. 
but I wasn't truly doing that in the sense that I was becoming frustrated as I bore the burdens, mm. which then takes away from that. So I make excuses for people sometimes instead of push into it. And um, you know, so, for instance, people becoming consumers instead of servants, that kind of thing. Uh, and but and but I'm not and it sounds like I'm coming at them. But I'm what I'm saying in front of everyone is ah oh, broken. Uh, that <laughs> was my <laughs> about that. Um, sorry, that was a mic. I think for me, you know, having to do that is good, and to say okay, and and to God, you know, Lord, even if I'm justified in my reasons, I'm never justified in a poor response. Hmm. And I need, uh, you know, and that and that. So I feel what you're feeling, and I've actually cried clearly before many times, even. Just the weight of it sometimes, but then mm-hmm. that turns to that frustration. And if you don't, if you don't take it to the Lord, what does that mean to others? Christianese? It means go to them and tell them this is hard. I don't want to have bitterness. You know, I don't want to have those things. So, uh, dude, that's really deep. But, I never even thought about that. A uh, few few years ago in my life, uh, we lost. I used to go to a different church. Head pastor died very mm-hmm. unexpectedly. Um, he built into my life a lot, but. Good man, genuinely good man, and I loved him dearly. Mm. Affected my life a lot. Yeah. Well, his son ended up going back to college, and nobody knew this, but he had an incredible struggle with God because he was so mad. Mm. And he went to a biblical counselor, which basically is just somebody who goes counsels through the Bible and things like that, and a bunch of other things. I, I probably didn't explain that well, but essentially went to him, and eventually the counselor looked at him and he said, you need to go to God and talk to him. Say everything that's on your mind. And yeah, that may be scary because he is all-powerful. But you need to go talk to the Father. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, you're just going to stay bitter at him. Yeah. And this guy was so mad at God in general for taking his dad mm-hmm. and taking all this. But when he said, he said, I went back to the place I hadn't visited. Because there was this park that they used to go to all the time. He said, I went back to that place and i never gone there since he died because I didn't want to be there. And he's like, I just sat there, I cried, I yelled, I screamed. He's like, I've never felt more peace afterwards, though, because it was almost like God looked down at me and went, I know. Mm. Are you ready to trust me now? And like, That's really good, man, that, you know, we, we sometimes, it's funny, we feel like we can't share that with him. But he understands. It's like a baby. This sounds crazy. It's like a baby that needs their diaper changed. When they <laughs> scream, we don't go, you're irrational. <laughs> We say, man, yes, that's probably not necessary. Oh, yeah. Like, right? If you could, you talk to baby and say, can you just cry for 30 seconds and I'll know it's poop time. Right. right? But instead you say, you know, they scream, but we still have patience in it. And I think, and I think that's really good, Clint. A good reminder for me too is that we can have those moments and, and our father sees us as, a, as his child and, mm-hmm. and that he wants, it's okay, cry. Let me hold you here. Let, let's get that out. And that's beautiful, man, versus he's going to be mad at me or like, He's not, I'll pretend to be okay and like he can't see it. I was talking to God in prayer the other day and I said that to him. I started to say something like, I literally stopped and go, never mind, you know. You know how I feel. I'm just, I was trying to hide behind a fig leaf and you like, literally I was trying to like play Christian with God. I was like, Lord, I'm, I understand. And, my, and then I was like, wait, no, I don't. No, I don't, God. Like, so that's a really cool reminder and a good reminder for everyone out there that to let those feelings out and that God loves you enough to be able to handle that. And, what a cool story that afterwards, that peace that he that they felt, you know? Absolutely. Cool moment. Well, I love you guys. Appreciate you. Love you too, man. Hey, we got kingdom work to do. It's going to be good. <laughs> so do you out there. If you know Jesus, hey, 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 what up? <laughs> Sorry, I just realized I talked like a New York 
Now, oh, hey. New York is uh, fake. Hey, what's going on over here? Uh, stereotypes. Uh, <laughs> hey, Kingdom Work over hey, here. Kingdom Work. What is that, man? Pretty cool. Check out our series. It talks about it. Amen, um, man. I think our people probably burned out on it. But boy, I'm, I feel like I could do this for another. The, the, the Kingdom series. That's another thing about where I'm at. I could do that for another six months, man. There's so much there. <laughs> I'm not going to. Don't worry, church. Ironically, it's just started to hit I, me. Like, slowly, like I told Todd before I got on, I was reading. I, and I was sending scripture to people, and I was reading about, like, uh, when Jesus talks about worry and, like, do the flowers worry yeah. about how they're closed and stuff Oof. like this. And then towards the end of that section, he said, but seek first the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and then seek him and his righteousness. Like, and I just had this moment where I went, oh, frick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, oh, well then. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah, dude. It's So, hey, it's real. let's do this. I'll ask a question. Thank you guys so much. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Were you done, Fun Turn? I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, you're your, good. Okay. Yeah, I was done. Um, AJ, I'm going to be honest with you. I think we got to some of these. We're going to – guys, listen. Those that – we've gotten a bunch of questions for Revelations. Let's yeah. just make Revelation. Sorry, they wrote Revelation. Um, let's go ahead and we'll do that as its own thing. Okay. there's like six – let's just make that kind of the focus of either the next episode or one of those, you know, what we're going to do, those special things. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, guys, those ask the Revelation questions. Great, great. We love these questions, but we might as well just do them in order. That they've oh, asked. that'd be – Did you yeah. see all those? Yeah, I did. Um, love them. If you're that person, keep bringing them. This is a great book to talk about, too, because it can be very confusing. But I think – There's so many. Yeah, I think if we go kind of back and forth, though, because we go in the order that the questions come in, that might take away from some of them. Yeah. So, stay tuned. Awesome. Revelation. However, I'm going to start with this one. Okay. AJ, the question is, was there anger before the fall? Was there anger before the fall? No, I don't believe so because everything was perfect. All right, let me throw a – yeah, you're right. That's that's the gist of it, right? But let me throw – and I'm not saying I disagree. Let me throw mm-hmm. the uh, the curveball they're going to say. Okay. Jesus says, be angry and do not – or the Bible says, I'm sorry, Jesus, be angry and do not sin. Paul says, I think, what is that, Ephesians? Galatians? I, think, I don't know off the top of my head, but. I see what you're saying. I think... Now, I'm not saying you're wrong, but that's interesting. Isn't yeah, that, that is interesting. Because I'm trying to... Th- oh, man, I'm trying to remember. Because I don't... I don't remember there ever being a moment where, like, the Bible talks about Adam and Eve ever being angry. The, the first time I remember anger being brought up is when is when uh, Cain kills Abel. Right? But that was... Good point. But he felt he he felt anger before the fall, though, mm. right? No, he didn't. I'm an idiot. Clearly, Cain and Abel came after fall. I don't know what I was thinking. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we're both like, we just figured out the mystery. Right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like the first time anger was brought up was was yeah when Cain killed Abel because he had that moment of anger and that's when he hit him with the rock. Um, so I think God, you know. Since God created us in his image, I feel like God had, you know, he, he knew the, the emotion of anger, but I feel like we were not capable of that emotion because we had not taken that bite yet from the, from the, tr- from the apple, you know, from, from the, the tree, you know. And so since we didn't take that bite from the apple, you know, of knowledge, good and evil, I think that it's like that emotion had not, like, come to us yet. And then, you know, serpent, you know, Devil talks about, you know, oh, well, you'll be like God. You know, you surely will, you will not die. And so when that bite was taken and then, you know, sin had entered now, it's like we had we had now the ability to feel all that stuff, you know. 
because if everything was perfect, you'd think there'd be no negative, like there was nothing negative at that point. But since we chose to take that bite, that's when it came, right? Uh, that's kind of where, yeah, that's kind of where my, my mind goes when I'm thinking about that. Now let me tell you, let me tell you where, where I, as you're I think all that makes sense. Yeah. However, something hit me. Was God angry at Satan when he threw him from heaven? Yeah. Okay. Meaning, God has has always had the capability of being angry. Mm -hmm. But that was that righteous indignation. Mm. Now, what if there was anger, but there wasn't a reason for them to be angry? Interesting. So, for instance, let's say that 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 um, Adam mm -hmm. somehow we don't necessarily know exactly when the fall was, but yeah. let's say that Adam had. Like Adam knew, kind of knew the situation. You know, God was walking with him. He's like, hey, you're not going to believe what happened. You remember Lucifer? He turned on me. <laughs> right? What Would Adam also in that moment feel like, oh, I can't believe that happened to you, Father. Like frustration and righteous indignation. Huh. So because that's, because the Bible does say that. So there's a there's a way to be righteous indignation. It's kind of that that, that anger we feel in the face of injustice and, and evil, right? Now I get what you're saying. There yeah. was no evil. So so maybe it was like but, holy anger existed, but a whole unholy. Yeah. Anger I, well, that we bet we definitely know unholy, sinful anger did not exist. Yeah. But what could since you can have anger, there has to be a type of anger that righteous frustration, you know, um, that exists, or they wouldn't tell us that. Be angry, mm. do not sin. Then there ha the implication would be that there is a type of anger that is more pure and not. Yeah. But I would agree with you, and this is where it gets interesting. Just interesting to talk about. There would have been nothing for them to be sinfully angry about. Right. It was all just all good. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. So like So they probably had the capability. Right. It just never came because there's nothing to be angry about. Because <laughs> it was you perfect. Think, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Anyway, huh. interesting. Great yeah. question. Hopefully that helped you out. Yeah, that's the main point is, is there is a way to be angry that is not sinful. Mm -hmm. And the Bible talks about, it. particularly in Ephesians, I think believe chapter four can it is in Ephesians where it talks about that, but you can go in and kind of read what, how to do that. What you know, a lot of it has to do with communicating. You can stop anger from becoming. When anger is motivated by pride and selfishness, is when it's evil, right? Because if you think about it, that's pride turns anger to selfishness to then I'm going to hurt. Right? Yeah. that's that's the root of murder, even right. I'm going to do something to you mm. for myself. So good, good, interesting point. Nice, good stuff, man. That, that was a great question. I made me think for sure. Um, so funny enough, I, th I think I have, I have one question that has not, that is, uh, that does not have to do with revelation. <laughs> you only have one? Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So it'll be probably a good way to end the episode. Really? All right. What is the role of, a, of women good to question. respect men in a church? I tend to feel like women lead the church and then they put in parentheses church with a big C, but when men step up, women can tend to get upset that they are now, now <laughs> stepping up in quote. But don't want men to. Do you agree or disagree with this? What a great, great transparent question. Am I, I don't know if this is true, but I get the feeling that this was a woman who asked this because most men would not admit that women tend to lead the church. I agree. So yeah. uh, church with a big C, I'm, I'm going to guess that you're a remnant person because that's that's one of our phrases that has been taken by the churches. That's okay. We didn't. I didn't create it. Huh? But, <laughs> it is community. but it is kind of cool, right? Um, so, so that being said, what a cool heart you're showing to yeah. even ask this because there's a lot of humility there. So what's the role of a woman to respect men in a church? Yep. <clears throat> um, well, let's separate this. Let's take that question. What is the role of women to respect men in the church in general? Uh, you should respect them. It, it, it's kind of interesting. Um, the Bible says, I'm going to give some examples. Yeah. 
oh man, I believe it's in First Corinthians. Don't quote me on that yet. We'll look. Okay. Um, actually, one of you can look this up when I say it. Treat the older men as fathers, right? Treat the younger men, uh, and it goes on to kind of, if you just type that in, it'll probably pop up. So essentially, it says kind of how to, how to treat them. Treat younger men as brothers, and I think that applies to women too. So how would you treat a brother and a father mm. in the sense of your respect towards them? Yeah, I mean, I think we're called to respect them, just like men are called to love women in the church that, and respect that are not their wives or daughters, you know, because they're sisters and mothers in the mm. faith. And you find it? Uh, is it oh, first Timothy? Tim- is it Gosh, first Timothy? Is that what you're uh, looking for? No, but that is a good one. Interesting. Uh, but that is a good. Right, my, okay, that's a great one. So First Timothy five one says, "Let's look at the uh, let's look at one that's a little easier for them to understand." Okay, don't rebuke an older man. That means don't disrespectfully um, talk to them. Don't sharply reprimand is what it says on another verse. Yeah. Um, do not sharply reprimand an older man, but appeal to him as you would a father, and uh, do the but exhort him as a father. And treat younger men as brothers. Mm. So there's your, there's, there's your right there. You, you know, we tend to think it's just men to men. That is men to men. But women, yeah. there you go. You respect men that way. When you talk to a man, you treat the one as a father. Treat younger men as a brother. Mm. Do you treat? Does a good sister talk down to her little brother? No. Does a good sister yell at her brother, make him feel small? If, no. No, of course not. Do you do the same to your father? Do you go do? No, you. Even when you correct him, you know, you don't go up to your dad and go, "You messed up, idiot." Right. You don't, right? You talk to them in respect. So it's pretty cool. That's how you should treat them. So yes, we're called to treat them. Then let's move on Um, in the question. So I think that's the easy answer to that. I tend to feel like women lead the church, church with a big C. I agree with you 100%. I see it in our own church. If I look at people that lead ministries, I believe the majority are, are, as far as just volunteers, are women. Yes. Should it be that way? Uh, well, first off, praise praise God for good women. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, men 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 tend to they're kind of set up by culture, um, but they don't they don't step up a lot of times. That's now, true. Now we've got some good men in our church. I'll give them that that do, maybe more so than other places. Sometimes I don't know that for a fact, but yeah, overall, women tend to lead the church. Then they'll complain, right? Yeah. So like, where are the men at? And this is what she's kind of saying. But when men do step up, women can tend to get upset they're now stepping up and don't want them to. 100% right. agree. Yes. Okay? And that happens with wives. So a wife's like, man, I want my husband to lead this family. And then when he does, she starts getting mad. That's right. Complaining. Because that's her flesh, right? Yes. Um, she's got to fight that. So like, it's like, I know what's right. Yep. But when it happens, it still hits my pride. That hits your pride. And that's really what's going on in those cases. That um, makes sense. So, you know, I think in general, I think in our culture... To take this a little bigger, there is a there's an overall culture of disrespect towards men in society. Mm. Toxic masculinity. Um, remember a couple years ago when that was really big, um, mansplaining. You guys ever heard of that? Where like a man man's doing something somehow, the patriarchy and all these things. Well, you ready for some truth? Jesus, God Himself, God has said that men are to lead their families, Amen. their churches. And, and we can say in, in, the, in a world that is governed by God's rules, even in the world. Now, the problem is in our culture, we tend to view it, we just talked about this, uh, when, the, when the apostles came to Jesus and said, hey, can we sit at your right and left? Who's the greatest? He said, listen, you're thinking of this in the world's terms, where it's like being a leader is about having power and authority and being more important. I'm telling you that being a leader is about being a servant. <laughs> and so when, the reason that a lot of times women don't like that and even some men who are feminists, 
is that they are viewing leadership through the lens of the world versus through the lens of God. So we'll put it this way. That's good, man. Is a manager, let's say at a fast food restaurant, is a manager truly as far as getting the product to the customer? So someone orders a a Mac of Big Mm -hmm. with fries that are French. Okay. Right? (laughs) And... See what I did there in case I like that it. person got bad uh, at a <laughs> restaurant. Anyway, so they ordered that, right? In the, in the, from the time they take the order, the time it goes back till you make the burger and all that, mm-hmm. is the manager actually more imp- any more important than the person on the line putting the sandwich together? No. If anything, not, right? if anything, it's almost less important. Bingo. But let's say that customer then gets an attitude and the manager has to come deal with that. They're important shows, That's right? That's right. The point is it is about... The roles are different but yeah. equal, and we've got to stop seeing it that way, um, seeing it as though one gets the Lord over the other. And I think if we saw that, so anyway, I mean, I'm all over, but hopefully that makes sense no, in does. the sense that a lot of times I think for ladies and men, we're raised in this culture that demonizes men, mm-hmm. uh, minimizes men's role in the lives, minimizes fathers, uh, <clears throat> sets stereotypes of men as dumb and you know, dumb, ugly, and stupid, and lazy. And then what happens is, you know, I've always said this, say you've got a son. He's raised by a mother who believes that, so he takes care of her as a boy, right? I love my... And then he sees TV shows. I've even seen it in cartoons. Yeah, man. You know, I always remember, is it Johnny Test? Is that what it's called? You know, that the boy's the hero, right? You think, have you ever watched that? He's a moron. Yeah, and his sisters. And his sisters are the, are the geniuses and yep. the ones who actually saved the day. Yep. And I even remember saying, you know, some young boys that I'm close with at the time, I was like, no, they, they shouldn't watch this. This is crazy because it's going to teach them, ha because on the service, like, it's a fun little show. Well, then they go to school and they're told because they move a lot and, you know, it's been proven scientifically, socially, that boys are more active, tactical, mm-hmm. tactical in the sense they like to touch things. <clears throat> um, and... Okay, well, you're a screw up there. You don't, and then it just goes on and on. So what's a boy going to be? Now, that doesn't take away from the responsibility of men as Christians to step up. Absolutely. We have to overcome those cultural norms. And, but I think women need to as well, and it's going to take a, a killing of your pride in order to do that. That's right. Will you trust that even though the world may say you're a weak woman, that's what they're going to tell you, right? You're ran, you're ran over. Yep. He just dominates you, right, even if you respect your husband. Do you, do you care more, and Scripture says this, do you care more about honoring people, right? Gaining that pleasing the world or pleasing God? And that's what you gotta decide. And that goes for men too. Men need to step up. And you know that. That's my heart. Men, you gotta step up. That's right. What if man. she doesn't let me? There's your problem. Yep. She does, already, what, what, do you, what do you mean let you? You're in the wrong place in your head already, you yeah. know? Even I'm gonna this is gonna probably upset some people. I even have a problem. It sticks in my craw. <laughs> Southern. When I hear a a husband say, let me ask my wife if yeah. I can. If you're out there and you're a man and you said that, you need to stop saying that to your wife. It puts weight on her. Yes. And it's, it's what are you, a boy? Is that your mom? Man, I don't even call my mom right now and say, can I go to the gym? I just right. go to the gym. That's right. Now, there's a difference between saying, let me talk to my wife and make sure and make sure you know she's okay, doesn't need anything. It's a subtle thing, and maybe that's what you mean. Right, and there is the, a difference. But the wording means something, right? Yes. So anyway, I hope that's that answers your question. I don't yeah. know if I rambled too much, but no. something I'm passionate about. Because it hurts both genders. Yes. So, anyway, I think that's all we got today, man. All right, man. Awesome. How do you feel? I feel a lot better. Good. Later. Me too. Not later than earlier. <laughs> How do but, you feel? I'm oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, man. I feel, you know, 
like a weight has kind of come off a little bit. So that's really good. Fun I don't turn? know. I hope you guys can see that. I can, man. I think it's <laughs> been awesome. Fun turn. Found pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good, man. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> Feeling good, sorry. I'm doing 12 things, guys. Yeah. Those are watching. Uh, I feel okay, too, man. Let's keep marching. I love you guys. Mm. We're on this together. Thank you so much out there, Pod Squad, Book Nook, Rumble Jumble. Rumble Jumble. <laughs> All of our ridiculous <laughs> names for the places that watch this. Hey, be active, man. Take the kingdom. Let's move forward. If you're a Christian watching this, let's keep moving. Let's keep seeking. Uh, take God at his word. Dare him in a respectful way. Say, God, you said I can do this. I'm going to do it. Make my mm. steps firm. Give me encouragement. Show me. Show me. Why are we afraid to ask God to move? Ask God to show himself to you, to give you encouragement in the ways so you need, good. to speak to you through his word and other people. You know, get out there in community. Serve. Love. Get in church. Find a church home. People are mean in church. They are, but so are you. And we just need to come together and keep following God. It's true. Um, hey, you guys keep doing it. Remnant folk that watch this, that's our church. Hey, let's do this. Let's be about it, not talk about it. Oof. And um, I'm, I'm with you in that. And I'm committed to that. God loves you if you're watching and you're like, man, this has been all over. These guys are Christians. Yeah, we're just people, man. No just different. People. The only difference right, between man. us and you is, is God. That's right. Jesus. So... Thank you. Love you. Appreciate you. Hey, give us a like, share, like the page if you're on Facebook that this video is coming from. Like the video, share it. Use the link. Ask questions. Give us topics. Right. Let us know your thoughts even. Like, hey, guys, whether it's in the comments or through the link, we see that. Um, we just ah, we love it, man. We're excited to be here. We do not take it for granted that we get to come into your proverbial homes or cars or earbuds or whatever else we get to come <laughs> That's right. Hope man. you guys have a great day. We mean this. God bless you.